Hello, is it me you're looking for? No, it's Tess and Fee you're looking for. I love that. I would like to shout out to Tessa. She's the one that came up with this, although she refuses to sing the opening song. It was her. All the way. All the way. All the way. One of these days we'll get her to do a rap. I don't think so. But we won't tell her that she's being recorded and she'll have had a lot of fireball. (laughs) (laughs) Then I might do it. Yeah. Or we'll just like record you when we're not on the podcast. Then we'll insert into the podcast. We'll do some like Mm. editing. I don't think so. Okay. Well, we'll figure it out. Yeah. I, I'll figure it out. Yeah, I'll. I'll, y'all, 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 y'all. Oh, excuse me. So, we've talked a lot about the NFL in the past. I'm not even sure that we're going to go over the games because Tess and I were just a little disappointed in the outcomes. However, the didn't Super- go the way we wanted. No, it did not. Now, we've got the Super Bowl coming up in two weeks. What is your favorite Super Bowl food? Big question. What is like the one thing that you have to have at your Super Bowl party? I just like any kind of dip. Oh. Like chips and dip. Like not mm. chips and dip, but like, you know, like a baked like artichoke cheese dip or like something. Like the one your brother made at Christmas? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. But not like a just like fucking dip from the grocery store dip, but like a good baked Okay, let's not knock on the grocery store dip too much. I don't like chips and regular dip. I think it tastes like disgusting mayonnaise and I don't like it. Do you not like mayonnaise? I like mayonnaise, but I don't like the like dip chip. Chip dip. Ugh, it just tastes... I love it so much. And now even talking about it, I want to go out and get chips and dip. No, I don't like chips and dip. I like like a baked cheese dip, baked artichoke dip. like Seven layer dip? Seven layer dip. Mm -hmm. Any kind of dip that's like yummy. Yeah. Not fucking pop open the cap fucking <laughs> save on foods chip dip ew french onion no. what's it called valley something valley dip no so good hidden valley Hid- is it hidden valley i think so <laughs> <laughs> what's that hidden valley ranch oh it's oh maybe that's it i like is. that shit. <laughs> but oh the chips and dip that you just get ugh, at the store is so gross so dip yeah yeah i'm down wings for that. are always good mm-hmm. wings ooh. So I feel like I have like a staple three things that I always have. Wings, obviously. Nailed it. Nailed it, yeah. Um, nachos. Yeah. And a big veggie platter. Yeah. With dip, obviously. Hidden Valley Ranch. Hidden Valley Ranch. No, I like Lighthouse Ranch. And oh, it has to be yes. the home style ranch. Yes. I don't like the regular ranch. The I don't like the dill. The dill one's good. I or love the, dill and everything. Or mm. the um, jalapeno ranch. Mm, I like that. Spicy mm. for me. Or... The, the lighthouse, I love their blue cheese, and it reminds me of being a kid. I just like for football, Super Bowl, I like a whole bunch of different mm. finger foods. Yeah. So you can just like have it out there, fucking pick away at it while you're watching the game. You don't have to think about like a meal. You're just no. like, you know, finger food. That's what I like. Yeah. That's my fave too. And honestly, that's probably my fave type of food in general. I just, I'm a cow. <laughs> <laughs> Legit, I'm a cow. I would graze all day. Yeah, me too. If if There's I had my out, way, I'm oh yeah, eat it. yeah. But I'm like, hungry. I'm gonna still eat it. But honestly, I would much rather like have like a fruit plate out in the morning with like fresh fruit and stuff like that. And then, you know, the afternoon comes and then there's like a charcuterie platter that's got like meat and cheese and like 
what's it called? A mezzi platter that's got like, you know, some pita, some hummus, some tzatziki, some baba ganoush. And then okay, wait, we're not that bougie here. Well, I'm telling you my dream scenario. That is like, that would be amazing. Especially right? if someone else prepared it for oh, you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. on the table and you're just like, yeah. Yeah. If someone amazing. could just like morning, noon, and like evening mm-hmm. just present to me a different like charcuterie platter. That but that was wonderful. like appropriate. Yeah. Like maybe it had some like fun chicken skewers and like yes. olives mm-hmm. and or like peanut sauce. Oh, yeah. Um, yes, queen. I'm not hungry. Yeah. But I totally agree with you. Anything that's like small and I can Bite just size. like. Mm, my yeah. husband loves making micro food, so he will likely make like little sliders that are like, you know, little kids. So then you have to eat fourteen hundred yeah. to feel full. But it's perfect because then it's fun. When you if you have wings and nachos and stuff, you have a little you, bit of everything, and you don't need a no giant nachos. burger. Yeah, it's it's more fun to eat them when they're tiny too. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are my like few things and. See, and in drink, I don't really care what I drink during the Super Bowl. No. no. Something fizzy. It yeah. has to be carbonated. And then later on, probably some wine, depending on how the outcome of the game was. Yeah. I would agree with you. Mm-hmm. Kansas City wins. I'll probably have a lot of wine. If the 49ers win, I'll probably have some, like, champagne or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so disappointed that the Lions... It just hurts my little heart. It hurts my heart. I was going for them so bad. I and I really thought they had it because they came out so strong in the first so half. So strong. Oh, I'm so sad. But now we'll go for the 49ers mm-hmm. and go for the best. And I love my little Purdy. He's so cute. Yep. I'm going for him. I'm going. And overall, I think it's going to be a pretty good performance. I, I think, think so. Usher's going to bring the heat. And, I mean, anyone that they choose that's, like, from the 90s era, that's, like, I'm down for. When they yeah. had Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, oh, 50 Cent, Eminem, King. That was, like, ultimate Super Bowl. I wish they had that again. That would be amazing. Yeah. There's been some less than ideal Super Bowl performances mm. in the past few years. Like, very boring. Yeah. Shakira, J-Lo killed it. And also, shout out to J-Lo, I'd like to look like you when I'm 50. Yeah. Me too. I don't yeah. look like that now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it should be interesting. Super Bowl halftime shows. I always hope for the best. Yeah, I always even was Rihanna last year. I think so because she was pregnant. Yeah, I didn't love it. You know what? Neither did I, and I really wanted to. I did too because I love Rihanna, but I feel like it fell flat. I don't feel like it brought the heat. Like it, it wasn't like could've. a sh- performance, like no. a show. It was just like some songs. All right, yeah. You're singing some songs and you're up in the air on your little platform thing, yeah. and and like I mean this in the nicest way. The Super Bowl needs an entertainer. Mm-hmm. They don't need a singer. They don't need somebody that's like I'm gonna kill it at this performance. If you want to go to that performance, go see Celine Dion. They need someone that's like an entertainer that's going to draw in the crowd, that's going to energize people, mm-hmm. that's going to bring the heat, and you know. And that's why I worry a little bit for this year because, like, let's be honest. Like, when was the last time we heard anything good from Usher? Well, I don't care if there's not anything new that's good. I want him to play all the old stuff. And he will, but like, like, how? Like, really? Like, eh. 
But isn't he in Vegas right now? Doesn't he have a know. residency? I have no yeah, idea. I'm pretty sure he has a residency. I'll follow because I haven't heard anything from him for a hundred years. Yeah, because that's because he's in Vegas and nobody cares what he sings because... I guess so. <laughs> I'm just, I just don't have high hopes, I think. I think that's the problem. What if that. Nelly was at the Super Bowl? That'd be way better in Vegas. Don't you think Nelly would do a dope show? Yeah, like, even if he just did all the stuff from the 90s, mm-hmm. like, bring out Ashanti, bring out Kelly Rowland... It, that would be, like, a dream. And um, who was it one year? Everyone was expecting to bring out, like, all these guest appearances, and they didn't. It was kind of like... Wasn't it Rihanna? I think it was J- Rihanna, because we were Jay-Z hoping, like, was there. Jay-Z, like, maybe Eminem, somebody, but it was just her, and it was just like, eh. I like when there's a surprise guest. Me too. I like when they bring out people that you didn't and expect. And like, like, what? They were here. Yeah. Just, like... When it was Dr. Dre and Snoop yeah. Dogg, nobody knew 50 Cent was going to be and there. That's why and then he just like, comes upside down. And that's why I think that I was disappointed with Rihanna's performance because it was very kind of blah. And then there was no surprise guests. And it was just, eh. Yeah. It wasn't Super Bowl worthy, in my opinion. No. But I still love you, Riri. Yes. Still love you. Still. Because we had so many good Super Duper Saturdays oh. listening to her tunes. Rocking it out, getting ready, putting on her makeup, you doing my hair, having and a great makeup. time. And makeup. <laughs> doing everything for and me. And then I think we have pictures of us under... An umbrella. Yeah, We do. Yeah. 100%. Because we had to, you know, we were getting ready, we were going to go out, and then we were like, oh, pause. I think we should go to the pub and have a drink. Yeah. Go to the pub, come yeah. back, get ready, and then it's like, now we can go downtown. Back in the day. Ugh downtown back in the day was so fun we spent like every weekend at the clubs oh i know the amount of money that was made from us ridiculous and now it's so funny because now that i'm older i never go out i never go downtown or anything oh god i I avoid downtown like the plague now but not only that when i go out at like 10 o'clock at night i'm like you go out at 10 o'clock at night once in a while it happens oh my god but even if like i'm like who are all you people? People go out at night still? Yeah, because I'm just not. No. I'm not in that scene. I like get home, <clears throat> hang out, and I'm like, ooh, five o'clock, I ain't going nowhere. No. Like, no, I'm not leaving the house. It's so strange for me when I go anywhere and I'm like, we should go out for a weekend, late-ish, if we can, just to, like, experience it again. I would go to, like, the, some of the pubs downtown that have live music. Yeah. Yeah. Because we can't go to, like, the club, which is way too old for that. Yeah. But, like, go do something kind of, like, fun and, like, remotely live our yeah. youth. And then, like, go get food after and have some drinks and just be like, wow, crazy. I agree. And then be home at, like, 10. Perfect. <laughs> I, no, maybe 11. Let's 11. push it to 11, okay. 11.30. Ooh. Just so that we could, like, see what it was like. Yeah. When people are starting to come out. Yeah. And then we can I, we're like, like, you're coming out and I'm yeah. going home. Yeah. And we're like, we've fucking lived this night up. We gotta go home. We gotta go home. We've had two glasses of wine. We've had some food. We're tired. We gotta go. It's like my bachelorette party, what, two years ago? Yeah. That was the latest I'd been out I mean, and that's awake. That's the latest I've been out. I think we got home at what, two? Was it that late? One thirty-two. yeah. Oh my Jesus. And I was like, this is late. This that's is so late. I, yeah. We should do it again. We, we should, should do, do it again. But maybe weekend. not like two. No, I don't think we could make two. I think we did that because it was your bachelorette. Yeah. I don't think we could make two now. I think we could make midnight. We could probably make midnight. Yeah. We could pretend like it's like a New Year's Eve thing for us. And just like we have to stay out till midnight. And we could probably have naps in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> We're going out tonight. And like 
See, back my in God, the day, it's three. I have to nap. We're going out yeah. tonight. I need to have a nap. Back in the day, it would have been us at three o'clock and been like, "Oh, I'm a little tired. I need to have a Red Bull yeah. and vodka now." Yeah. And now, like, if and I had a Red... drinking at like three in the afternoon, be riled up the whole night, staying out till like two in the morning. I think if I had oh a God, vodka Red Bull at three in the afternoon and I start to drink at three in the afternoon like that, by eight p.m. Yeah. I would be in bed. Then we get up at night and go out. No, I'd be in bed the whole night. Yeah, that if that happened now, I'd be like, and I'm toasted and I'm done. I want to lay in my jammies. I want to bring my food into my bed. I just don't like going out. No. I don't like people. I don't like going out. I don't like leaving the house. It's hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just really them. You know, I, I want my kids to like people. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh, I guess I have to... Yeah, that's hard. I do like people. Well, I like people, but I also don't like people because I work in healthcare, Oof. and people can be very rude. Mm-hmm. I got yelled at the other day. Shout yeah. out to you, person. Yeah. Um, in a bad way. No, actually, we shame you. Yeah, we shame. shame. Very rude because I work at a lab where we are by appointments only. So this lady came in and told me that she had an appointment on the 25th, and she missed it. And she wanted to get done today because she needed it done before her appointment with her doctor. And I said, I'm sorry. That's very frustrating. But we're by appointment only. We're fully booked. So you're unfortunately going to have to go to a walk-in or a rebook. And then she told me that I was not compassionate. She told me to fuck off. She told me it's a fucking stupid bitch. And she continued to talk shit about me the whole way out. But she knew... That at the lab I work at, we're by appointments only because she missed hers, and then continue to call me a fucking stupid bitch. Do you ever find that that actually takes a toll on your self esteem, or do you just like kind of like most of the time just like laugh it off and you're like, okay, lady, it depends on a bad the situation. Day. Like yeah. that lady, I was just like, okay, like so this is a you problem, not yeah. a me problem. Yeah. Like this is all on you. Yep, yeah. but. There is a lot of people that come in and raise hell and yell at me, and it's personal. Hers wasn't personal. Hers yeah. was just frustrating. Her, she was frustrated with life. She, yeah, with life. She wasn't a happy person. I guarantee that's how she lives every day, and that's unfortunate for her because that probably is awful. So I just didn't – that didn't affect yeah. me. But there is people that do come into my work that yell at me and yeah. call me profanities and literally yell at me and bully me, and I – don't like that and that How do you does process that me. it's hard because I feel like um at the time I wish I did so many things differently but I don't <laughs> so I just go in and do my job and I'm like hey bye whereas I feel like if I had had pre- could pre- almost like prepare yeah. for the situation if you knew it was, if I coming. Knew it was yeah. coming I would say like excuse me we don't tolerate this you need to leave you can either come back a different day when you've calmed down or you can go somewhere else or just not come back here altogether. Like, I'll not serve you today because the way you're treating me is not okay. And yeah. I don't deserve that. So you can step off. But I feel like I do that in my head. Yeah. But when the actual situation comes, it's, I hard. it's, it's harder to, like, think on your feet like that when they're, like, making yeah. you so mad. And they're yelling at you and swearing at you. And you're just like, oh, my goodness. Like, yeah. So after you've had a bad day like that and, like, people have yelled at you. What do you do to, like, decompress and be like, 
I'm not taking that on. I'm not taking that personally. This is not a reflection of me. This is not anything I could do. This is a total them thing. Yeah, I usually text you. <laughs> <laughs> yep, true. Um, yep. I'll text my friends and just be like, holy crap, like what a fucking day. Yeah. And then they're just like, you know, usually oh, you know, all my friends, family reassuring, just like, oh, you shouldn't tolerate that. Like, and you know, <clears throat> it's easier said than done because it's after the fact. I'm like, yeah, I should have just been like, Girl, bye. Yeah. Boy, I'm bye. not here for this. I don't deserve this. You yeah. can't bully me. I stand up for my coworkers all the time when that kind of thing happens for them. They do it for me. But when you're in this situation, mm-hmm. it's a lot different than how you would have pictured it if you had had the chance to know that was what's coming. I just try and let it go. I yeah. try not to take it personally. A lot of people that come into my work are sick, frustrated. Yeah. I try not to take it personally, but. It's a hard industry to be in because you must have to feel the balance sometimes of like obviously knowing you you are a very compassionate empathetic person so having to balance that and be like I'm I'm really sorry I wish I could help you and showing that empathy but also being able to be like there there really isn't anything I can do let me look like I'm sure if there's people that came in, they're like, I, I missed an appointment. You would look in your system and be like, actually, we just had a cancellation. Yeah. We can actually squeeze you in. And we have done that before. And that's the thing. We are very empathetic and we are very aware of people's situations. Yeah. But at the same time, we book appointments every five minutes. We can't always squeeze people in. Just like if you have a massage or a dentist yeah. appointment or a doctor's appointment. You don't show up three hours early being like, oh, well, I was in the area, so I thought that I would just cancel my doctor's appointment three hours early. You, you don't do that because you have an yeah. appointment three hours from now. Yeah. You know that the doctor's booked, so you show up at your appointment time. Do you think that you aren't always shown the same respect as somebody that might have, like, what is perceived as more authority, like a doctor oh, or yeah. a lawyer? Yeah, because lawyer, lawyer, lawyer. Because anytime that people come into my work and the doctor or the MOA or whoever has not sent the requisition or has messed it up or didn't order the test they wanted. They take it out on us. And then we say, well, unfortunately, there's nothing I can do, but you need to talk to your doctor. Oh, well, I'm going to tell my doctor. I'm going to yell at them. You know, I don't think that that they do. Yeah. I really don't think they go back to their doctor and take their aggression out on them because especially in Victoria with the doctor shortage, (laughs) I don't think you're going to want to piss your doctor off. So they just end up taking it out on the front line. Yeah. And I get it. Healthcare can be very frustrating. Yeah. But at the same time, I show up there every day just to do my job. And I don't need to be yelled at or bullied like that. And But you also have, like, some really great patients that, like, maybe if they hear that, that after they're, like... Are you okay? And we like, have our patients like cute. that. Like the lady who yelled at me the other day, and yeah. the patient heard it, and she's like, oh, I'm really sorry that you're being, um, or what did she say? You're being bullied or whatever. And I was like, yeah, fortunately it happens every day. She's like, really? And I was like, yeah, it happens. It sucks. And I know it happens yeah. in every sort, every um, sector line. of yeah. Like, it's not just healthcare. Like, I understand it happens everywhere. So, it's people like that it sucks but it, it happens in every sector of work so it is unfortunate it's like you're at the wrong place at the wrong time it's like when someone cuts you off from driving or you cut somebody off 
off and they're like enraged with you or something happens at the grocery store. Maybe you bump them and they start like going off at you and you're like, what is happening with your day that you're just the unfortunate person that gets the wrath. And I think we've all been there before where like, there's like a conflict in a public place where you're like, maybe it's you, maybe you are like witnessing it with someone else and you're like, what is happening? Like, and I think sometimes something people are having a bad day and we just bump into them at the wrong place at the wrong time. And we're just the easy target that they're like, it's your fault. My day is awful because of you. And it's like, they just want to take their frustration out yes. on you. Yes. And it has nothing to do with you personally, yes. but it just happens. Yes. And that's also, like, for someone like me, yeah. I get it, but I have a really hard time letting it go because yeah. I feel it very personally. Yes. Even and do you though re- I shouldn't. Do you replay it in your heads, yeah. like, after? All the time. One of the things that one of my lovely friends, my running buddy, shout out to you, even though you're in Mexico. I hope you're having the best time ever. I love you so much and I miss you. She's in Mexico right now? Yeah. Uh, yeah jelly um you better be listening to this while you're there and getting a tan and drinking some i don't know margaritas or something daiquiri no i think they were, yeah, yeah. just get in the sun get in the sun get in they they're seeing the cutest little place too mm-hmm. but what she said to me is like sometimes regardless of who the conflict is with the things like even if it's a conflict with somebody Sometimes it's better not to engage because those things actually replay in our mind and then they're there and you can't take them away. And so even though it's so hard in the moment just to like disengage and just be like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, hearing those negative things are actually hard because even if we don't believe them, they still now exist mm-hmm. and they, we have to, we heard them. So they exist in our brain and if we're having a down moment, if we're doubting ourselves, if they're doubting our skills, whatever it is, whatever they yelled at us about, whenever we're having that piece of doubt, because generally as a human, we go through periods of self-doubt in one or many fields. Now we have that piece in our mind that's like, am I good at my job? Mm-hmm. And then you hear that person that's like, you're a piece of shit. What a bitch, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, oh my God, maybe this person's right. And then You know, most of us are able to rationally work through it, but that's not everybody. No, and that's not me. Like, I take that so personally. Yeah. Again, just the tone of the voice, the words, the anything. And it's like, again, even if it has nothing to do with me, I still take it personally and think, how could I have done better in that situation? Why did they get so mad at me? Why were they so upset with me? Because now I'm upset that they're upset with me, even though it had nothing to do with me. But I'm taking their tone, I'm taking their perspective, and I'm taking their anger on personally. Yeah. And I hate that because now I feel like a bad person and I'm living that the whole day. Yeah. Even though it has nothing to do with and they, me. And they probably just moved and on. And they probably it. left that lab and thought, fuck this shit, left, moved on, yeah. had a great day. Whereas I'm that person that's taken that whole perspective but have on. Really, but have they really had a good day? Probably not. They probably like that every day and it's awful. But I take that whole thing yeah. on. I take it personally. I start thinking about overthinking about yeah. this and that, and maybe I should have done this, and maybe I should have done that, and I take it so personally, yeah. and it's really hard to shake that off. Now, do you think that, because we've all been on both ends, like, I'm not going to pretend that I haven't oh, lost yeah. my frustrations on somebody that probably didn't deserve it. I'd say it's probably been a while since I've actually mm-hmm. done that, because 
I'm more emotionally intelligent. And when I feel like I'm getting really annoyed, I generally just walk away and disengage from anything like that. But do you think if the people that yelled at you actually knew how much it affected you, do you think that it would affect them? Because I know that when I've done that or blown up at somebody, if I get upset with somebody, then I feel so guilty. Mm -hmm. And I wonder, are these people feeling the same things or to them, these people that just like blow off at somebody, are they just like, eh, and it's like, it's gone. I think it depends on the person and how you perceive things, how you take things off. Because there was one guy who lost it at me again at work one day. He was so rude, so disrespectful. And I was very calm because there's nothing I can do about the situation. And then I came into work the next day. Well, he, it was a Friday that yeah. the situation happened. We're open Saturdays and I work on Monday. So I came to work on Monday and there was an envelope on my computer because I opened in the morning and he had handwritten me a note saying how upset he was at himself for acting oh. the way that he did. And he apologized and he did not mean to take it out on me. And I was like, did you cry? I almost cried because I was like, just to own up to the fact that he realized and respected the fact that he took something took out? something out on me that wasn't my fault, used words that he shouldn't have used, oh my and gosh. was very mean. I thought that took a lot of balls to own up to that and to apologize 100%. and not even know when I was working next or if I was working yeah. there like, you know, healthcare, you're up and down, up and down, different labs, whatever. So he literally wrote me a handwritten note He's apologizing for his actions and saying that he was sorry and he was very frustrated with the situation and he took it out on me and he apologized. What a great yeah. amount of self-awareness. Shout out to you, dude. Yeah. That's like, not only did he recognize that mm-hmm. but sometimes we recognize our behaviors and, and we're like oh I need to learn from this mm-hmm. but the fact that he recognized it and then went the extra step to hand write yeah. you a note yeah. is like and that like hold on and that oh. made me immediately forget forget thank you I like because like I say I take those situations oh. those personalities those yeah. tones I take it all personally so I like ride that up the whole weekend. Like this person was so mad at me. I don't understand. Like what did I do wrong? So when I read that note, I was like, I just, I, I got to let it go. Yeah. And that made me feel really good because he was apologetic. He owned up to his actions and I got to let it go. And I felt so much better about myself. And you know what? I think there's more people. We need to do a better job yeah. sometimes because we hold on to things that we can't control other people's behavior. And we need to be more like Elsa. You probably haven't watched Frozen. No. But we need to let it go. Let it go. But the other thing, too, I try, because I feel like when people have an experience, restaurant, healthcare, shopping, what sports, whatever the situation is, people will most likely negatively make a comment on that store business Mm -hmm. or whatever versus a positive comment. Because usually if you're mad you're more likely to rage online and get your shit out and be like, 1,000%. So you usually get a lot of more negative comments. Yeah. So I try really hard when I go to a business, a restaurant, a store, or whatever. If I have good customer service, I really try to reach out to those places and either leave them a really good review or call the manager or whatever. Like I remember I was at the sports store one day and this guy was helping me and I was telling him I like the Vikings, I was like this, I was like looking for this. And he was so helpful and like went Amen. above and beyond. And he was amazing. I went home and I was so happy with his customer service. 
I called the store back, asked if there was a manager, wasn't sure if there was, luckily there was, and I just said, the young man that helped me today was absolutely amazing. I like respect him like immensely, and I think he did an amazing job. And the manager was just like, wow, we don't get a lot of comments like that. Like, I really appreciate it. And I think that's the problem is people are so quick to judge and to defend their bad experience and to go online. Or their negative behavior. Their negative behavior. Anything. That's when they're, like, online. Bad. I have a horrible experience. Trolls. Yeah. We see you, trolls. There's not enough people that comment the positive things. No. Whether it was a server or a doctor or a nurse or a lawyer or whatever. Or somebody in a store. Yeah. Like, whatever. City worker. Yeah. Construction worker. Like, whatever job you have. I feel like everyone just jumps on the negative. Yes. And I think more people need to have posts about the positive. Yes. And experiences, happy stories, the people that go above and beyond. And there's so many needs to be more shared. And I think there's so many more of us that actually are on the positive side of things, but we don't see it. We only ever see the negative. So our challenge to everybody listening is start posting on the positive. Start sharing your positive experiences. Positives. Start sharing more reviews with where you've had a great experience. Don't forget that that positive interaction might have meant a lot to you, but it will be even more meaningful to that person because maybe they're having a down day. Maybe they're like, maybe they got yelled at that day and hearing that positive review, like you're doing a great job will improve their day. 100%. And no matter what job it is. No, no matter. It doesn't matter if it's like a small job or whatever you're going to call it to a fucking huge job. Yeah. Or high priority job or whatever you have. The more positive things that you can put out there yeah. and comment on will exonate the negatives. And I think people need that reassurance. Like I love reassurance. We you all did do. a great job. Like we let's all need put to more be of more effort, out there yeah. instead of jumping on the negative bandwagon and just only comment when you've had a bad experience. Yeah. Or trolling people because you don't like something. Why don't you start commenting more on the positive things? If you don't like it or you don't agree with it, just ignore it. Just walk away. Because the more the more more of us can start doing and focusing only on the positive and not the negative, the more that we will see a positive change in the world. Exactly. On that note, we want to say cheers to positivity. And we love you all. Start making more positive comments. And thank you all for listening. We We love love you. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah.